This is Pray Tell, Dr. Hash, and I'm Dr. Martin D. Hash Esquire, wisest man in the world, because the competition just ain't that tough. And these are things I wish someone had told me. Today's topic, life, liberty, and property. The 5th and 14th Amendments of the Constitution promise to defend life, liberty, and property. But what exactly that means is the source of much debate. Philosopher John Locke, the 17th century originator of the terms, had rather parochial definitions. He thought of life in its prosaic sense of simply one's organic life. But America's founders took the definition of life beyond face value to mean no caste system, no indentured servitude or debtor's prisons, so people could live their own lives. Property means real estate in law. Peons in the 17th century couldn't own property. But Locke intended the term to include all things people can possess. Locke uses liberty as a synonym for freedom, but the American definition is vastly expanded and means personal autonomy, people making decisions for themselves and reaping the rewards or suffering the consequences of their own actions, bounded only by the liberty of others. The preamble of the Constitution supports this expanded definition by stating Secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. At least these are the definitions recognized in American jurisprudence, which is all that matters, really. There are a lot of people who confuse the constitutional guarantees of life, liberty, and property with a similar phrase found in the Declaration of Independence, guaranteeing life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. America does not promise happiness. No nation could. Happiness is subjective and the responsibility of the individual, not the state. But the Declaration is not legal canon, and understanding what pursuit of happiness means would require reading Benjamin Franklin's mind, the person who edited it into the document. For more, see my website at martinhash.com.